I'm your host, Keyana Ward. And today, of course, you guys know we're in the year of 2021. And we want to focus on everything about financial literacy. So I, I happen to have this smart, intelligent brother with me today who um, not only started in the music industry, because you guys know the Reload is all about where entertainment meets culture. But he's also taken a turn where now he's about educating the public about financial literacy, um, how to build wealth, and so forth. So I want to dig into Mr. A. Donahue Baker. Welcome, Mr. A. Donahue. <laughs> great, great to be here, Kiana. Yeah, so I mean, how are you feeling about 2021? Because this year, my main focus, I'm, I'm asking everyone that I interview, what are you rooting for in 2021? What's the vision? What's the expectation or, uh, of, for yourself or what, what you see pretty much where our country is heading right now with so much that's going on? Yeah, lot, lots going on. You know, that first week of January, it was like, you know, what happened in D.C. at the Capitol or what happened in Atlanta. Or what, it's just been crazy. But... Um, I will say this, that this year is a pivotal year. I know everyone kind of wants to, you know, get back to some normalcy. Uh, and I hope that we can do that. I hope that uh, things settle down, restaurants open back up, uh, COVID deaths, you know, decline or stabilizes to the point where we don't have to worry about continuous spikes. So um, I'm ready to just focus on the things that I can control. And that's really my business and helping other people trying to improve financial literacy and help others to build wealth. That's really where my head is at going into 2021. All right, hey, um, can you tell us a little bit more about your background? Because I know you're a CPA, of course, mm -hmm. like I mentioned, um, you worked in music, being a former Grammy nominated producer, mm -hmm. as well as being a real estate developer and now the co-founder and president of a black owned bank called Money Avenue. So tell us, walk us through your background a little bit. Sure. Well, yeah, I did start in the music industry, uh, was a music producer, Grammy nominated music producer. One of the things I realized as a music producer is that income is up and down. So what I needed in my life was stability. And that led me to real estate. And during that process, I went back to school and uh, became a CPA. Got my MBA and became a CPA. Started to practice. And while I was practicing, I realized that most people create wealth or, or really to build generational wealth. I, I realized there's two roads to do it. Either through real estate, which I've seen lots of people do it, or through uh, setting up a business that has systems that you can pass on. So I really became a student of wealth of how others really did it, studied the best practices and followed in the footsteps myself. And I began to build up a real estate portfolio. And and uh, currently I own over 500 units and, and that's basically allowed me to not only buy back my time, but also create generational wealth for my family. So that's really, you know, in a nutshell, my background um, and you know, right now, today, we launched this bank. It's a fintech bank that really is focused on bringing people through that process to build wealth for themselves. Most people think of banking, that banking usually takes money out of your pocket with little fees, like nickel and diming you to death. We want to kind of reverse that trend and have a bank that actually helps you to build wealth. We don't charge our members any fees for 
to have an account or any minimum balances. Even in fact, if you bounce a check or uh, we spot you, we spot you up to a hundred dollars where wow. we can cover you and you won't have any fees or anything like that. So this is what we're trying to uh, bring to our community. We're trying to really revolutionize uh, the, the banking space so that you can have a true partner that can bank with you. Wow. I mean, I think that's amazing, um, especially being um, the few of what we call black, you know, black owned banks in, in this country right now. And I think we need more of that um, and having those opportunities to uh, not provide those services in terms of banking and doing better than what our typical top 500 bank, well-known banks um, that are doing in the world in terms of when, you know, those fees and, and where the where that money goes, because we don't see it, but they take it from us, right? Um, and, and we're definitely not seeing it being um, invested back into our community. Um, how do you feel about, or, or what, is, what is Money Avenue doing to uh, make sure that the black dollar is being circulated back into our communities uh, with you guys being a black owned bank? So one of the things, the more people that bank with us, it allows us to give more loans, particularly to black entrepreneurs, and black real estate developers. That's really the key driver, right? Then the other thing that we're able to do is we have a program in which we can fund up and coming developers. And fund means that we can partner with them so that uh, not only are they putting, you know, their expertise, their knowledge, but a lot of times they don't have they don't have the family, the friends and family network to raise millions of dollars. We're mm -hmm. able to come in and really fill that gap within our community, right? We're able to, to basically contribute some capital to a project and that particular developer can still maintain ownership. So it's an additional financing source that we're able to provide to, to our members. You know, in addition to that, we have a number of different products that help the average person, the average mom and pop small business really to get started. We want we want people to be entrepreneurs, to go out there and create. So for every LLC, we offer $50,000 of business credit that is not connected to their personal credit profile. And they can use that 50,000 to go out, start a business in a safe way, in a safe manner, right? So that's one of the things that we do at our bank that you won't find at other financial institutions. Right. Now, are you guys doing any other type of um, education um, around that? Like yeah, absolutely. So the other thing too is that we have kind of like a tiered education system. So a lot of the, the foundations of the bank is really built on improving your financial literacy. So our app, has you're not only getting a bank account but you're also getting a budgeting app so if you want to save up if you want to teach um you know basically the if you want to understand the impact of a purchase today versus how it's going to affect a goal that you may have maybe a year or two down the road this budgeting app is going to bring that in perspective for you in addition to that we give education right so if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to uh, get involved in business we're going to have networking events in every nfl city and we have sponsorship that's going to basically fund that right fund fund our you know COVID has slowed a lot down but 
we're going to go around and, and network with other entrepreneurs, other people in industries that can benefit you. So there's the financial literacy component, there's the membership component, and also a networking component to help other entrepreneurs kind of build this network all throughout the country. Man, that's that's amazing. Um, now, what if what if you know there's individuals out there they kind of want to follow the same footsteps that you're um, doing right now in terms of like educating the public or even just getting into banking for that matter what are some tools or what are some things that they need to make sure that they have before um you know they take the steps into trying to follow lead or you know making sure that they're um impacting their community by opening up a bank i mean i, I think people don't know what comes with opening up or starting your own bank and Right. Well, a, a lot of people, a lot of people talk about the systems, right? The the, mm -hmm. the idea of having a bank, and and you know, there's many different ways you can can utilize it. The way that we're building our bank, it's really as a financial institution and a resource mm -hmm. for people looking to build wealth, right? So what we want to do is we want to be able to have this financial institution. By the way, everything is FDIC insured, so it's backed mm -hmm. up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars by the government, but we're gonna pull this money and we're gonna circulate it back to our community. As a bank, we're not making anything on the investment that's that people, the, the deposits. We're not, we're, we're allowing the service to be for free. So the idea of the business model is we give free services, free bank, so no, no monthly fees, no uh, minimum balance. We give free services in exchange, our business model, how we make money is when we lend right? So we want to lend to businesses. We want to lend to people in real estate. We want to lend, we want to, then that's the act of creating wealth. In mm -hmm. addition to that, we want to educate. So we want to educate businesses to show them how they can get money. And then we'll make our revenue off of lending to them. So we, we that's the, the whole process of educating them, showing them how they can get access to millions of dollars. And along the way, we live in that, in those margins. So that's the business model of it and how it works. But I think that that is going to be the future because our bank doesn't have any um, branches. So we're a digital platform. And I think that just like Amazon, when Amazon made the decision to go retail and sell everything, every single year after that, more and more people started to purchase online and it started to grow to the point now where Amazon is like this behemoth company, right? And uh, I see banking going the same way. Now I'm not disillusioned. I know like the big, the big five banks: Chase, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, uh, TD Bank, uh, PNC. You know those banks are trillion-dollar businesses, right? And um, you know they can. They, they. I'm not thinking that we could just come and just take their market because they've been, you know, banking for over a hundred years. But we have to change how we think about money and we have to constantly put our money to use i want to tell people that you have to understand you have to speak the language of money so that's what we try to do communicate these things to our clients to our customers to let them know how they can build wealth right and you 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 brought up a a, a good point um I, I feel like some things that we can do as a community right is just making sure that we have at least an insurance policy i feel like that's one of the starters to um building generational wealth or at least 
having, uh, making sure that whoever you leave behind have an opportunity to invest in something, have enough funds to invest in something or start a new business or, or, or anything in, in, in that magnitude. Um, how do you feel about uh, the importance of life insurance and making sure you have some type of policy in place? I think that's super important that we are able to leave something for the next generation. It's really just a decision. Everyone needs to have some type of uh, wherewithal to sacrifice to understand that at some point in time, we're no longer gonna be here. And because of that, we've got to make it easier for the next generation. So mm -hmm. it's just, if you're even between the ages of 20 to 35, you can get for $20 a month, you can get a $250,000 life insurance policy that it's just as simple as that, right? So it's it's just making the choice to say, well, generational wealth is important and then putting yourself in a position to, to sacrifice, right? $20 a month, $40 a month, if you're older, you know, those are the decisions that, you know, your children and their children, giving them that head start in life, giving them a security blanket makes a huge difference. difference. Right. Now, are you guys offering anything like that? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, we do offer okay. life insurance. I think okay. it, we have a number of products. Life insurance is one of them. We, um, we also have a super fast loan. Like instead of going to a payday lender, you can go to uh, our website, moneyavenue.com. And you can get a loan anywhere from 500 all the way up to $10,000 in as little as three hours. And the interest rates are super low, like two or 3%. So why would you go to a pawn shop? Why would you go to a payday lender? Hmm. That's how, you know, we've, we've done thousands of those loans. Um, in addition to that, we do commercial mortgages, residential mortgages, and business loans as well. So we have a full suite of products that can help people get access to capital and help them to, to acquire assets, acquire businesses, and acquire real estate. Hmm. And it seems like you guys are helping um, minorities acquire a lot. I, I think you started or co-founded a, a 10 million syndicated slash B. Yeah, Angel Syndicate. Yeah, yeah. right. Tell us about that. Right. So before we got our quote unquote regulatory accounts, the deposit accounts, before we were technically considered a bank, we had the idea to be a bank, but we had to go through this long process. And um, one of the things that we, we started was this angel syndicate fund that we invest in startups, right? Um, businesses that need really pre-seed pre capital is what, is what it's called. So businesses that um, we can invest in and help them get to their first round of funding and raise millions of dollars. That's really the, the purpose of the fund. You know, um, it's collectively, it's, it's part of the bank now. So that's also an extension of what the bank is gonna be doing now that we have our depository accounts. So um, our, our goal ties right back in to the overriding theme of how do we create more entrepreneurs? How do we tap in to what I feel is the, really the, the one of the greatest wealth generators of our time that's taking place in Silicon Valley right now is technology. And through technology, there are billionaires that are be, being created in as little as three or four years, billionaires are being created. And um, I want our community to tap into that. So that's what that fund is really designed to do. If you're an entrepreneur, you have a technology business, 
and you need funding, you have an idea that you think can be scaled, or you have an idea that you know you're looking for some investment dollars, bank with us, right? We're gonna have, we're gonna show you a pathway, plug you into a bigger network, and also fund you, right? If we like your idea, we're gonna we have a board, and then we'll invest in your product or your service or you know whatever it is, but to bring you along the path from ideation all the way up to Series A funding. Wow, man, that that's amazing. Um, now we're doing all these things right, and um, you're educating the public on how to build wealth. Well, what about millionaire power moves? I, I, I saw your YouTube channel, so um, yeah. we we may have some millionaires that are out here listening to the reload right now. So. Uh -huh. What can you tell those who, who have uh, the financial, you know, means to make any kind of move that they want? Um, right. How do they sustain that? Well, it's, it's we're going through a, a really, really uh, pivotal time in history right now where we went through in 2020, we went through a $2 trillion stimulus. We have another trillion dollar stimulus coming up. Um, so I want people to understand the, the understanding that a million dollars today will not be worth a million dollars tomorrow, right? Hmm. Um, if you think about it, you know, in the 50s, if you had $100,000, it was that was a lot of money, you know, um, but a million dollars today will not, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, um, you won't be able to live off of a million dollars. So I want people to, to realize you have to be a millionaire. Right. You have to want to if you if you're interested in building generational wealth, the only way to do that is to have that millionaire mind state. Right. Mm -hmm. To understand that you have to be a millionaire. The number that I that I want people to think about is one point four million dollars. That should be your net worth. Uh, and you should aim for at least that because you have to quantify things. You have to measure things. And, and having a net worth is is, you know, is one way in which you can measure where you are. So. That being said, um, I just I feel that once you once you understand that, and if you're successful and you have 1.4 million dollars, it goes to a different mindset. It goes to preservation. How can I preserve it? Pass it on to the next generation. At that point, you need to be thinking of things like, and we have experts at our bank that for the high net worth individuals that really get to level six and above what we what we um, have specialists, people, attorneys that will set up things like a trust for you, a blind trust, a family trust, so you can pass that wealth on. You can preserve it and pass it on and kind of save the impact of taxes and some of the other things that you have to go through when you have a death in the family going through a probate, you know, it's really important that we think about that. And, and life insurance is a big part of that, but there's so many other things that we should be doing as well, you know, when we're talking about uh, family and succession and generational wealth. Mm. Um, I, look, I agree with you. Um, that's, that's, I think, that's where I'm heading right now. Well, well I'm not a millionaire, let me say that, but... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You keep doing what you're doing. Yes. You know, you're doing yes. these great shows. You'll be there in no time. But um, definitely trying to be. And so uh, understanding, you know, not just how to make the money, but understanding credit is very important. And I want you to really talk about that because I think you guys also offer things for um, 
um, helping people with their credit or understanding their credit or business credit. I think that's what it is that you guys help um, entrepreneurs build business credit and the importance yep. of using business credit versus then your own personal credit. Right. So in our in our system, what we try to get people to do is bring their personal credit to 720 and don't use it. Once you once you get it to 720, you lock it and then you set up businesses. You set up businesses that allow you to take risk. And each LLC that you have, I told you before, we get you $50,000 of business credit that is not connected to your personal credit. The reason why that is, is because 90% of businesses fail. So if you know 90% of businesses fail, the odds are really against you. If you leverage your personal credit, if you uh, become a personal guarantor on, on your own, you're putting your family at risk. You're, you're basically not doing it the smart way. And, and when, I, when I talk about that, I also always mention Donald Trump because Donald Trump has over 500 LLCs, right? And he's been able to file for bankruptcy at least four times that we know of, but he's filed for bankruptcy and eliminated hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars through his LLC. So he is a test case, you know, for other reasons as well. He's a test case, but we won't get into that. But for the for the sake of business credit, we can learn a lot from what he's done in the past, you know. And uh, I just think that doing it the safe way protecting our family, but also realizing that there's no limit on the amount of LLCs that you can have. It just makes more sense to leverage the business credit of the LLC and use that money to start new businesses, prove the concept of those businesses. And when you fail, you can pivot to the next concept and keep going until, you know, if, you have, if you're an entrepreneur at heart, it's just a matter of time before you find your niche, find your product, provide and, and find something that you can provide value for people. Because that's really the key. All you're looking to do is how can I provide value for people? How can I serve others? The mm. more people you serve, the wealthier you'll become. Let me ask you this. Do you feel that you should have opened up a business in your name? Because like, of course, you're on Clubhouse too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm hearing and sitting in those rooms and listening to those conversations, a lot of people are saying, open up a business in your name. What's the value in it? it is it needed or is it not needed? Does it matter? I think everyone should be an entrepreneur in some fashion right now, just because you have a job, um, you can be have a job and also have an entrepreneur and also be an entrepreneur. Now, should you open a business in your name? It depends on the type of business. Me personally, I like the fact, I like the protection of that a corporation or LLC provides, right? So we live in a society, a lot of people get sued. I want that protection. So I wanna open up a business and, uh, you know, with the being protected by the corporate veil, you know, that that's really um, a lot of people say, well, I'm going to set up as a sole prop, you know, if it works for you and you and you don't, you know, it, you don't, you're not concerned about the liability. It's not there's many different sole proprietors all over the country. I like corporate protection. I like to know that if I'm if I get into any trouble, uh, I am protected through, I can only lose what I put into the corporation. They can't come after my house, can't take my car. They can't, you know, garnish my wages. Um, if you operate under a sole proprietorship, that's what could potentially happen to you. So is, is, so for those who may not know, right? 
there's a difference between the LLC and then the soul, right? Right. And then the corporate as well, right? Or is that LLC? Well, the liability is part of the corporate as well. I mean, I don't know, because I feel like some people get confused with understanding. I can't, uh, yeah. should, should you do LLC or should you make it just a corporate or the, well, the, the whole, the key is, um, you know, you want to have a separate legal entity right now, okay. when you have, when you're a sole proprietor, it's like, you have no, you're, you're doing business as yourself. Right. So you have no, you're not protected by the corporate veil. So when you're a separate legal entity, you're either LLC, a S Corp, a C Corp, LLP. Um, I mean, you could even be a nonprofit, right? That's a, right. a nonprofit is a separate legal entity. There's many different classifications for it. But the fact of the matter is when you have that separate legal entity designation, you're looked at as completely like your personal is not doesn't come into play so if i am doing business with the llc and someone sues me they can't they can't come after my personal assets right um but as a sole proprietor if i do business and it could be unrelated even to the business i can just be driving a car and i hit someone and if i hit someone i'm a sole proprietor uh and and i get sued individually they can come after my business or vice versa right mm -hmm. if, if i'm doing something right. in the name of business they can come after my personal assets so it's very important that you speak to a uh, attorney to make sure you know what you're doing is you're protected and it's the best course of action for you so that's where i tell people consult with an attorney probably can get a free consultation to figure out what's the best course of action how should you set up your legal entity but when you when you do that it just makes sense to set up a, a, a separate legal entity a llc at least because right. not only do you get the added liability protection but you also get that business credit right most people don't tap into their business credit most people don't understand the power of an llc and if you tap into that power you can scale your business really, really rapidly and safer, you know, a lot safer than if you operate as a sole proprietor. And is that something Money Avenue uh, services they offer as well? Um, we don't, we don't, we don't set up the LLC for you, but we do everything else, right? We, we focus on, on tapping into the business credit, right? right? Making sure that you really use that protection of the LLC. And then as you kind of scale up and get more mature, what we do is bring you through these cycles. And then we talk about other ways in which you can get millions of dollars through that LLC with lines of credit, um, with with loans. Like one of the things, one of the, the principles that we have is, I'll tell you, I, I run through the six principles real quick. Okay, I was just gonna ask you about tips. So these are some yeah. tips you guys can take with you. Um, go ahead, John. All right, so uh, the, the journey to be a millionaire is this, are, are six different levels, right? The very first level, and each level you go to, you just focus on one objective, one thing. The very first level, level one, you come into the bank, you get a bank account. We focus on making sure that you're a thousandaire, right? What we call a thousandaire is someone that has the ability to make $100,000 a year or more, right? That is the thousandaire level. So what we do for that specifically is we have, um, if you you know if you have a job and you're looking for a job, we offer uh, resources for that. We have a program right now 
you don't need a college education, but through our partners, you can take a training course in coding for three months. And when you finish that program, someone will hire you and pay you a salary of $100,000. So that's really, wow. really, yeah, that's, that's a, that's powerful, that's right? Dope. And, and oh no college, ed, no college education needed. It's coding, right? So huh? no college, ed, but this is a program. This is a pipeline for, you know, people can come in, get involved in technology and this, this is a way to do it, right? That's one of the resources that we'll have at the bank, right? That's level one. Level one objective is become a thousandaire. Level two, we want you to live the rent-free lifestyle. When we say the rent-free lifestyle, what we mean is if you're between, if you're young, like between the ages of 20 and 35, we want your very first purchase to be a multifamily house. We want you to live in one side, rent out the other. That's some call it house hacking. But the bottom line is, if you do it that way, your living expenses will be fully paid for. So that's living the rent-free lifestyle. Level three. Level three is bringing your personal credit score to 720, locking it, and then living exclusively through your LLC. The reason why we do that, we talked about it earlier before, we want you to be a creator. We want you to go out and create businesses. We know that 90% of the businesses fail. We want you to think of what, if you prove the concept of your business, we give you $50,000 of business credit, not connected to your personal to, to do that. Go prove the concept of your business. At level four, once you've proven the concept of your business and you have two years tax returns and you're making a certain amount of revenue, you can go out and basically the way that we classified is going out and getting a million dollars in debt, right? Debt, a million dollars in debt through your business, buying income producing assets. Those are assets that pay you to purchase them. So could be apartment buildings, could be other businesses if you're an entrepreneur. Um, but the point is you, you use that line of credit and, and the more revenue you generate, the higher those lines of credit you can get. So basically level four, go out and get a million dollars in debt. At level five, the million dollars in debt that you created should turn into equity. If you've purchased the real estate through forced appreciation, we think we show you how to force appreciate to get higher values. If you're in business through valuations, your business should be worth a million dollars. So the debt that you created in level four now turns into a million dollars in net worth at level five. And that's how we turn thousandaires to millionaires. There's a scaling process involved in there, right? The final level is the level six, which is the level of generational wealth creation. That's the level in which you know we offer the life insurance policies. We offer the trusts. Um, basically things so that the wealth that you've built up in the first five levels can be transferred on to your ears. And that's how we create generational wealth. You know, it's a cycle. So there's, there's, there's level above that, but that's really what the bank is built on. It's bringing you through these six levels, helping you, giving you the tools, giving you the financial education, giving you the network, right? Giving you the resources to skip, to allow you to, to move through all six levels to create generational wealth. And, and about on average, how long typically does this process take, at least to get to where um, you, you've been through the training, right? You have mm -hmm. a job and then now you're on the verge of making sure that you, you know, your credit score is at a 720 so that you can start investing in um, your, your business. 
um, mm -hmm. borrowing power. It's 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 many different paths, right? Many different paths. So um, it does. It's different for everybody. For me, it took me twelve years to okay. get there, right? But for someone else, if I knew what I knew now, I could probably do it at five. You know, so that's why we started this journey because, you know, there's there's learning curves along the way. So if you have people that can mentor you, if you have people that can shorten your learning curve, it mm -hmm. saves time. You mm -hmm. save time, you save money, and you get to where you need to go quicker. But everyone can everyone can get there. Everyone can create generational wealth, right? It's just having the right roadmap, having the right plan, and being having the team to execute and help you along the way. And that's what Money Avenue is. That's what we're built on. That's what the, our goal and our mission is really built on, bringing people along that journey to create generational wealth. Man, um, Donahue, thank you so much for sharing mm -hmm. all of this um, valuable information. Let the people know again how they can find you, where to go look up um, Money Avenue, mm -hmm. and maybe there's some you know entrepreneurs out there that want to be a part of you know the coding program. How they can connect with you? Right, all the services that Money Ave, um, you can sign up for a bank at Bank Money Ave bankmoneyav.com can sign up there uh if you want to reach out to me personally i'm on all platforms a donahue baker a donahue baker on all platforms uh, instagram you know i gotta mention the youtube channel <laughs> so uh you can find me there you know reach out and uh definitely be part of the movement join the movement you know where we're definitely helping people to build generational wealth we we also and i didn't get a chance to talk to you about this okay, um, we we have these accounts called uh generational accounts and mm -hmm. basically uh they're for kids so you know most most banks won't let a kid open a bank account we give bank accounts to uh to minors of course with parental supervision mm -hmm. but you know if you're between the ages of 15 and 16 uh and your parents approve of it we give you an account and show you, teach you financial literacy, teach you about budgeting, teaching teaching you how important your credit is. So when you turn 18, you're not making silly mistakes. You're not making mistakes that's gonna set you back, right? So that's one of the things that, you know, it's a, it's a unique value proposition that we provide um, that, that fits, that's in line with our values of creating generational wealth. It's starting at, at, at as a young person, as a kid, and then when you turn 18, really accelerating. I firmly believe that we're gonna see uh, a teenage billionaire at, at some point in the next five to 10 years because mm -hmm. technology is allowing us to not only create, but to scale and market be well beyond belief. So all of these things, I wanna equip our community with the tools to take advantage of technology. And this is how we do it. Man, um, look guys. You heard it from the horse mouth itself. <laughs> um, follow A. Dunninghue Baker. Um, get involved. Start a start and open up a, a, a bank uh, banking account with a black-owned bank as Money Avenue. Connect with them on all Instagram, social media, any social media platform you can find them. Check out their website. I mean, the first step here is like you said, getting educated. So take advantage of those financial literacy classes or opportunities that's out there that they're offering. Learn how to code. 
to to start building that wealth and 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 be a part of that you know the programs and services that they have um that they're offering um we all want to be millionaires right so why not take advantage of the services that are out there for us so again hey donahue thank you so much for joining the <laughs> and we appreciate you and we are signing out people peace take care <laughs> awesome peace.